What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. I'm Jason Dacey here at Money FM 89.3 alongside uh, Neil Humphreys, the award-winning author and the new paper columnist. We're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects and one of yours as well, Neil, mm. accents. Because yes. we remember that speech that uh, Prime Minister Lee Sien Long delivered uh, back in May during the uh, president's address in parliament. He was talking about accents and yes. the way that we can change things up as uh, Singaporeans or Singapore permanent residents yep. by having a certain way of speaking at the hawker center or the coffee Correct. shop, uh, doing business yep. amongst our relatives. Yep. And I, I think it was it got, got us thinking, didn't it, about both of our backgrounds. Uh, yes. You know, you're from the London area. I'm from Sydney, Australia. And, of course, accents were a massive part about us growing up. I lived in the UK. You know, you've lived in Australia. So we're kind of across both each other's accents. Yeah. And so I did some research. And I, I want to get your uh, kind of perspective as well. But according to uh, – Experts in Australia, there mm. are three general types of accents, three yes. main accents. One is the cultivated accent. Yes. That may be spoken by someone like Kate Blanchett, Jeffrey Rush, yes. or Malcolm Fraser. Or Dame Edna Everidge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the comedian Dame Edna Everidge. Yes. That's one, the cultivated. The other one is broad, yep. which is common in rural areas and probably common in uh, Geelong, where you used to live south of Melbourne. Yes. Uh, it's uh, spoken by the crocodile hunter. Good old Steve Irwin. Uh, yeah, the late, late and great. Paul Hogan, Crocodile yes. Dundee. And Julia Gillard, a former Australian oh. Prime Minister. Who, oh. uh, I, can see. I was in Australia <laughs> where Julia Gillard was elected. And I, I, it's nothing to do with gender. I was very proud to live in a country at that time that had a female Prime Minister. Yeah. But she's from a part of Victoria called Werribee, yes. which is just south of Melbourne, uh, Melbourne. And she had such a strong accent. It was unbelievable. But she was born in the UK. That was the really funny was. Yeah. I think she was. Welsh, I'm not. I think she had a Welsh. Welsh yes, a you're Welsh 100% parent. right, yeah. And so it was always, I'm happy to be Prime Minister Julia Gillard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, so that's the broad accent. Even like politicians, as you mentioned, like someone like Julia Gillard, who was Australia's first female prime minister, had that accent. And the other one is a general one. Most common in urban Australia films and TV commercials, Hugh Jackman, mm. Hollywood actor, Ian Thorpe, the Thorpedo. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, although he's born in New Zealand. Yep. So... What I'm going to try and do, and I'll get your uh, take on this as well, I'll try and give you some examples. So probably probably the way I speak, having lived in the UK and, and working in radio, would, would be considered a cultivated Australian accent. But it's not a British accent. No, I still know you're Australian. Yeah, you can tell I'm Australian. Sounds. You can still tell I'm Australian. But the way that I'm speaking now is probably what you compare to, you know, Kate Blanchard, Jeffrey Rush, Malcolm Fraser, and some people have been... Uh, on the, that kind of area. Well, it's true. When I look at that pink shirt, I think of Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm wearing a pink shirt today. I got a great, uh, great dress for for radio. So, that, but if you if you're speaking a, in a broad Australian accent, they call this Strain. Strain. Or Australian or yep. Ocker or Bogan. Ocker or Bogan. Yes. So rather than speaking like this, I'd be speaking a bit like this. You know, I'd be sort of getting a bit more nasal, and you know, I'd speaking about Neil Humphreys, is my my guest today on yeah. Money FM 89.3. That's it. Brilliant. So Bogan that, would be a bit like the Arbengish version of Singlish. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening, you know. You know, Singaporean listeners would think about our being or Singlish being mm. the uh, broad, the broad version of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. again, I mean, I can talk like that. If I get, if I'm back in Australia and I'm heading to a, a mechanic, I'm not going to be. Hello, uh, could you help me with my car, please? No, I'll be not going, next. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be going. Hey, mate. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, my car's got a bit of problems, and can you give me a, give me a hand? And I, and I do this with my daughter, my eight year old daughter. I'll, I'll talk to her and I'll show her the differences because she's got a Singlish accent. Yeah. She goes to local school, yep. and I'll say this is how Australians speak. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I guess the general accent would be in between the two. 
you know, the Hugh Jackmanian Thorpe accent. It might be a bit more Australian like this, you know, you know, uh, Neil, uh, here we are on Money FM, uh, weekend morning. So it's it's not really broad, but it's a bit more broad. You know, it's it's a bit like this, you know, where it's very distinctively Australian, but it's not quite like this, mate. You know, it's, yeah. so it's in between. It's a, it's a, the difference between the three accents, because I, I did a bit of reading about this, is the slurring factor. Right. Yeah, becomes yeah, uh, yeah. So the vowel sounds get longer and slurrier. Yes. That's partly true of the Cockney English as well. Yeah, because there are crossovers, aren't there? There are. And in fact, linguists have done lots of research and they assume that Obviously, in the early days, your convicts and everybody else <laughs> came from the south of England, and the earliest settlers predominantly came from the south of England in the sort of 19th centuries onwards, 18th, 19th centuries. So there's more of a southern English feel to the Aussie accent, yes. which is why it happened again this week. Mm. Every single week, without fail, I get asked, hey, I'm what, Australian? <laughs> because the Cockney accent... I don't have a Cockney accent now. I mean, similar situation mm. to you. It would yeah. be so fast yeah. and so many dropped consonants mm, mm. and wide vowels that nobody would hear it or understand it. But, yes, you're absolutely right. The Cockney accent, all right, mate, it's not a million miles away from, all right, mate. Yeah, it's, yeah. Almost it's, it's almost the it's same. It's almost the same. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. And there's a bit of a nasal quality to it. But this will please you, Jason, this will please mm. you, that they claim, or an Australian academic claimed, uh, this guy, so I'm not making it up, a Dean yeah. Frankel, a communications expert at Victoria University. I visited that university in Melbourne. He says that the Australian accent, that slurred mm, quality, mm. the nasal quality, yeah. was because so many early settlers were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the slurring, all right, good night, <laughs> derives from that. Proud Australians may be offended by this claim, which Maybe. comes on, 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 on top of the unavoidable truth that the accent also comes from not only convicts, but drunk convicts, yeah, mate. So yeah. that's where it comes from. That's Irish and English. Claim. And don't forget the Irish as well, because there's English convicts, a lot of Cockneys, you know, where yes. you're from, but there's also a lot of Irish. Oh, a lot of Irish. Yeah, so we saw the Irish influence as well, I think, uh, coming into the accents. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the missing consonants also becomes a Cockney thing where the word important becomes important. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in Cockney, be important. Import- uh, important, yeah, important. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just uh, kind of, you don't even hear the consonant. There's a glottal stop. Yeah. There's a glottal stop at the back of the throat. And in fact, Cockney spend half their day choking mm-hmm. because important. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm doing a yeah. chicken neck thing here. Mm. Important. Uh, there's L's dropped a lot. Australia. Mm. Instead of Australia, yeah. you know, Australia. Yeah. S's, there's this double S thing. Yes, yes. You know, that word, yes, mate. Yeah, mate. That's a slurred yes. But my favourite is the long vowel. <laughs> the long vowels get narrowed so that things, because I, I trained in received pronunciation mm. and all yeah, this Yeah, RP, thing. they call it. That's it, RP, the yeah. standard English. Yeah. So that long vowels, I, mm. and I have a cockney tendency to widen it so it becomes I, mm. they, in, in Australian English, they narrow it so that nine becomes nine. <laughs> so I used to get this this be a radio station I used to listen to with a really broad hockey accent yeah. and he would Frank Walker's tiles mm. I've never forgotten it yeah. tiles for your house go, Frank Walker's tiles per meter <laughs> nine 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 and I've never forgotten that nine 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 per meter and the meter would go for a week and my wife and I would be driving and crying I mean literally oh, tears down yeah. our face mm. we'd get excited mm. when this commercial it's Frank Walker. It's Frank Walker. Mm. Frank Walker's tall. Nine ninety-nine per meter. I absolutely uh, loved it. Speaking uh, accents uh, with Neil Humphreys, who lived uh, in Australia 
and also in the UK and has been in Singapore a long time. You know, it's uh, very nostalgic for me when I hear an Australian accent and it's kind of reassuring. And I think Singaporeans would be the same when they when they travel and they meet another Singaporean. It's kind of like very soothing, isn't it? Oh, it's wonderful. But I'm extremely impressionable when it comes to picking up an accent because when I lived in the UK, within like th- probably six hours, I'm talking like a Brit. You yeah, know? yeah. And when, well, I, when I lived in the US, I started sounding like Greg Norman, the US-based uh, Australian golfer. But you got, the thing is, the fascinating thing, you've, you've got to get it right. And this is, I do use Singlish, but I try not to overemphasize it because then there's a fine line between being a, commode, a code of communication and patronizing your listener mm, by, mm. as if you're mimicking them, mocking them. And I always give this example. The first week I was in Topayu, um, when I first moved to Singapore, yeah. not far from here, the, the chicken restaurant that's still there in Topo yeah, Central, yeah, yeah. my wonderful Yorkshire friend. Yorkshire. Yorkshire, Yorkshire, Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. We went into this chicken restaurant in Topo, and my friend said to him, you know, your accent, his accent, particularly mm. Yorkshire, very broad, try to neutralise it. And he said, I'll go one better, I'll speak Singlish, <laughs> right? And he said the following <laughs> to this very attractive young Malay lady behind the counter, mm. I've never forget it, mm. All right, love. Can you get me a tall piece, crispy chicken set with chips and a cork? La. And he added the la at the end. So to break that down for our listeners, because I had to translate. Hello, love. Good morning. Can you get me? Can you get me a tall piece? A two-piece, yeah. crispy chicken set with chips and a cork. <laughs> a two-piece chicken set with chips and a mm. croak. But the part that I loved about it was the la at the mm. end of the end. He added the la, assuming that all the nonsense before would be immediately understood. Can you get me a tall piece, chicken oh. set, chips with a cork, la. So, coming back to Australian, mm. Mm. one of my things that I love about Australian is everything is shortened, mm-hmm. Right. So words are shortened. So I'm going to test your Australian okay. here. Yeah. I'm going to say the real word. You're going to tell me what it is in Australian. Sure. See how many you get right. Okay. I'll give you easy ones first. All right. Chocolate. Chocky. Correct. Biscuit. Bicky. Chocolate biscuit. <laughs> Chocky bickies. <laughs> Australia. Australia. Football. Footy. McDonald's. Maccas. Definitely. Defo. Very good. Afternoon. Avo. I love that one. Avo. Avo. Sing it the Avo. A car service station. Ah, uh, servo. Correct. <laughs> Car registration. Rego. I love that. <laughs> Got to go to the servo, get the rego, mate. This is the most <laughs> sexiest thing I've ever heard, but I love it. Pregnant. Preggers. Yeah, she's pregnant, <laughs> mate. Preggers. When the car does a U-turn. Yui. Yui. Do a Yui, mate, in the car. Go get the rego. A poverty-stricken person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Povo. Povo. Oh, yeah, that. oh, she's a povo preggers. <laughs> <laughs> tin, of, tin can of beer. Uh, tinny. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, she's a povo, mate. She's always on the tinnies. That's why she got preggers. I've heard this. I love the way the Australians shorted everything. You did well there. You got about 80%. Well um, done. I'm happy with that. You know, and finally, I think there are some regional variations within Australia. People ask me, you know, can you tell if someone's from Perth or from Adelaide or from Brisbane, from Melbourne, from Sydney, where I'm from? And the answer is yes, but you may not be able to tell immediately. Mm. Like, for example, a few weeks ago, we had Dom Ronaldo, the DJ from Adelaide, right. in our station, and, and we, we shared uh, a few segments here. After a while, it was clear he's from Adelaide, the way he spoke. How could you tell? Ah, just vowel sounds. It's sort of, and I think with Western Australian people, the way they say beer, they say beer. Right. You know, beer. Whereas Queensland people might use different words. They might say port for suitcase. Right, right. <laughs> and my country cousins used to say cordials for soft drink. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So words like words will give it away. Yeah. But I think the the most distinctive Australian accents that you can pick out would be WA, Western Australia, where a lot of Singaporeans have uh, relatives and, yeah, and, and, and kids yeah. studying down there. I think South Australia. And then obviously suburban, I mean Melbourne, the sort of rough areas of Melbourne where you get that really broad uh, Aussie accent. No, 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 That's a Melbourne accent. Yes. I mean, I wasn't as good as you with that. It's like when I hear American accents, I can't always differentiate. The broader ones like mm. New York, Boston, yeah. Brooklyn, yes. But the Australian one for me that I can differentiate is more city and country. Yes. You know, the city accents, the, the country accents, some of those really broad country accents. It, it feels like you're in a Mad Max movie. Yes. And you want to get out yes. of there a bit quick. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I always see my country cousins and I and we sort of have to speak a different, slightly different way. Yes. Um, so that's our discussion on accents. I got some good research from the Aussie English podcast by Pete. And the three Aussie accents that we think the main ones, general, cultivated and broad, got anything about accents you want to tell us about feel free to whatsapp us at 97178893 final word from neil yes you can catch us after this we'll be in the maccas watching the footy <laughs> this album and there might be a preggers lady around <laughs> oh, dude, I hope she's not a <laughs> all right we have more from neil humphreys and money fm coming up